When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. Oh, yeah. It's time right now for the latest episode of the Decibel Geek Podcast. That's right. We're back, ready to rock and roll and kick some butt and do what we do. We're rounding out the year. We've had a great one so far. We got a little bit further to go. We're bringing it back today. A classic. The Radio Sucks Radio Show. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my brother, who also hates radio. It's Chris Sinzak. How's it going, my man? Going good. Avoiding radio as usual. Yeah, doing the best I can. You know, I was listening, because I do listen to radio sometimes, but it's only early in the morning on the way into work I listen to the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. And then sometimes... Like, the radio will still be on later. Like, by the time I get to where I'm going, I get out, and then I hop back in later on. And I hopped in today, and they were playing that Listerine song by Bush. Listerine. Ugh, I hate it. And then, like, a little while later, I went somewhere else and jumped out of the car. When I got back in, they were playing a different Bush song. What the hell is going on? If I had a radio station, we'd play all kinds of cool stuff. But we would not play any Bush. <laughs> yeah, if if you're a Bush fan and you want to feel like they've never gone out of style, just come to Nashville. Yeah, it's weird, man. That band, it's like the number one band on rock radio in Nashville. It's so weird. Like Nickelback, no. Creed, uh-uh. You know, all the bands you think are popular, no, it's Bush. We've got Bush. But the funny thing is, is that you know even Bush, they're coming out with this new album, I'm told. And they're not going to play the new song by Bush. Nope. They're going to play the same old shit that they always do, along with all the old shit that they do, even from the bands that I like. You know, it's like I'm riding in the car. It's like, got some Guns N' Roses coming up. I'm like, all right, cool. And then it's Sweet Child of Mine. I go, damn it. You know, <laughs> you're going to get Listerine and you're going to like it. <laughs> nice, fresh breath. That's all. The Nothing. new Bush tour sponsored by the American Dental Association. <laughs> uh, so we're taking things into our own hands. That's what rock music podcasting is all about. You don't have Headbangers Ball anymore. The Metal Edge and the Hip Paraders and the Rips and the Circus. Good luck finding them on your grocery store magazine racks. They're gone too. The days of classic radio where you'd get turned on to stuff that you didn't hear all the time. Long dead, but that's what you got us for, and that's why we're doing this once again today, the Radio Sucks Radio Show. So, before we get to our songs that we're going to play for you today that are all awesome, and you're going to love them all, I guarantee it, we got to take care of our business. Man, there's nothing I love more than sweet reviews and recommendations. We don't always get them. Last week we didn't have any, but this week we got two. Oh, yeah, 10 stars altogether if you add them up. I love it. So let's knock these out, both of them. 
Apple Podcast Reviews. The first one's entitled Label Wars, five stars. Goes a little something like this. Enjoyed the episode of Label Wars, but have to add one correction. You said something to the effect of how smart Atlantic was to sign Twisted Sister. However, if the president of Atlantic had his way, they would have never, ever been signed. A talent agent tried to sign them and was almost fired for even mentioning them. They got signed to Atlantic's subsidiary in Europe, only then reluctantly signed Twisted Sister in the United States. It's a good point. Yeah, we talked about that with Wasp, how weird that must have been to bring them in and be like, check these guys out. They're going to be huge. Got to be the same thing with Twisted Sister, you know? You think about the old timers at the top of the labels and they pull down their glasses to the tips of their noses and look at these guys and go, what? (laughs) What am I looking at here? And this also underscores the point that we have the smartest listeners of all podcasts. Most definitely. And I love that, you know, and that's why I encourage everybody, if you want to give your feedback, shit, leaving a review is the best way to do that, really, because we're going to be forced to read it on the show. If it's got five stars, you know we're going to do it. So there you go. That's a great one right there. That comes to us from uh, Galt Arin H, something like that, but he's from Canada. Hey, got to love that. Awesome review. Thank you very much. Smart dude. I like that. All right, said we got two. Here's the second one. It's entitled Best Rock Slash Metal Podcast Out There. Yeah, we're out there, all right. Goes like this. (laughs) Love listening to you guys every week. As a metalhead of a certain age, it's so refreshing listening to guys of my age group talking about all the great music I grew up on and still rock out to. Keep up the good work, guys. That comes to us from Johnny Humphrey from right here in the USA. Via Apple Podcasts, five stars. You want to hear your review read on the show? Simple as that. Make it sweet and awesome. Give it five stars. And oh yeah, we will read it at the top of the show every single time you do it. Do it more than once if you want. Yeah, and you can also go on Podchaser, which is really cool because you can actually leave a review per episode if you like. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I like that. And of course, the ever-elusive Facebook recommendations. Whatever happened to them? (laughs) Does Facebook not offer them anymore? I mean, I can still go look at the one that got left last in, what, February? So, yeah, I can find, I can see that one. (laughs) Okay. I was wondering maybe, like, that was a thing that they didn't do anymore. That's why we didn't get them. But I guess nobody's leaving them. Maybe nobody's on Facebook anymore. Who knows? All right. So, man, we love to share the reviews and the recommendations. We love it when you guys share stuff for us. When we put out a new episode, whether it's a Geek Wire or a special episode like this one, we always put it out there on the internet. We put it on the Facebook, we put it on the X. And when you see it and you retweet it or you share it with your friends, letting everybody know what we're doing here on the Decibel Geek Podcast, rocking and rolling, talking all about our favorite music, you share that with people, they go, wow, man, it's like rock and metal never died. It's still alive with these guys. You're damn right it is. On top of that, when you do share or retweet that, your name gets added to a list, not just a normal list, a list of the most awesome people on earth. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Geeks of the Week. Geeks of the Week this week are Adam Cox, Rock and Ron Runyon, Kristen Schimbeck, Derek Novak, Kevin Northern, Tom Logsdon, Aaron Baker, Shay Hargett, Jeffrey Mendenhall, Brent Tibbetts, Tony Smith, David Glenn, Myra Chapman, Thorn, Thorn Bjorn Olson, 
Boris Petrovsky, Sit and Spin with Joe, John Phillips, Mark Alden Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, The BS Sessions, Rick Fox, Shane Aber, Pantheon Podcast, PJ Brown, A to Z Radio, Dawn of the Rising, Ray Coon, Bill, Big Al's Rockin' Podcast, Lauren's Guitar Company, Al Horta, Cesar Atondo, Sean Geek Podcast, David Cathy, Ralph Vieira, Bill Wang, Will Honeycutt, Joseph Capone, Victor Ruiz, Brad Owen, Focus on Metal Podcast, Keith Rockford, Two Punk to Be a Podcast, Eladio, Kevin's on Fire, Gregory Muse, JJ McElhenney, Whiting Guitar Works, Vet Halen, Jocko Johnson, Tom Smoke, Belmondo, JJP, Body of the Soul, Hakan Bergstad, Ernesto Aguiar, <laughs> Patrick Breen, Scott Crouch, and as always... <laughs> The, the Mooger Fooger. That's right, man. Big old hefty list of people. A lot of people love the Label Wars episode, and everybody loves GeekWire. So thank you guys so much for sharing and retweeting our episodes out to the world, letting people know that rock and metal is alive and well, and we're talking about it right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Also, a big thank you to Pantheon Podcast. They are our sponsors. They believe in us. They believe in the power of rock and roll, and they love you for helping us spread the word as well. Help us out. You can find Pantheon on Facebook. You can find them on the X. You can find them on their app. Get hooked in. Give them a like. Give them a love. And do yourself a huge favor. Check out their roster. It's only the best music podcast in the entire world. Curated for you. Takes all the hard work and the heartbreak of listening to bad podcasts out of the equation. You can lean on Pantheon to serve you up the very best every single time. So... There you have it. The business has been handled. Oh, tons of uh, tons of great feedback on that label wars episode. We have to do a uh, part two for that. Yeah, definitely do. I've been thinking about that, but I haven't drugged myself to begin the research yet. <laughs> <laughs> we got pretty. We're pretty tied up for the rest of the year, but come twenty twenty four, like Ace Fraley says, you'll get a new one in the spring. <laughs> I promise. But we mean it this time. Yeah. Also want to give a big shout out to Dawn of the Rising, who just announced that their new album's coming out very early in 2024, too. So we're looking forward to that as well. Yeah, for sure. You know, we'll be banging some of that as soon as they get us a copy of it. Come on, guys. Send it to us. We're ready. All right. So here we are. Radio Sucks Radio Show. This is a thing that we've done since the very, very beginning. It was one of the first ideas that we brainstormed because it was like the way Chris explained podcasting to me, it made me feel like... Hey, we could do radio right instead of doing it the way radio does it nowadays. So Radio Sucks Radio Show was an early concept. People grabbed a hold of it and said, hey, you're just playing cool music. We said, exactly. And so that's what it is. We got 10 songs. We each picked five. Chris put a little more work into his than I did. (laughs) No. As you will see. And uh, yeah, how are we doing this? You want me to start? I'd like to have the playout song, if that's okay, so I'll let you start. Okay, all right. So I look back at 2022, and I kind of kick myself in the ass a little bit because this is a band and an album that came out last year, did not make my top 10. And now that I've spent more time with this album and the songs on it, I, this should have been in my top 10 in 2022, no doubt about it. I love the album so much. I listen to it all the time. They're local guys from here in Nashville. They were at the last Rockin' Pod. Got to meet them. They're super cool. And the album is killer. I'm talking about the band Lost Circus. And if you don't know about this band, well, here's another one for you. Everybody says, you know, hey, rock music and metal, it just ain't what it used to be. Well, here's a bullshit right in your face because you're going to find out. Right here, right now. 
This is Lost Circus on the Decibel Geek Podcast with a song called This Place is Mad. heavy the the whole album's just killer there's not a bad song on it like these guys have such a huge following here in nashville and basically wherever they go because they travel quite a bit and building a great name for themselves off the backs of killer songs like that if you don't know about lost circus yet look them up get in on it they're one of the best new newer bands out there i'm telling you yeah and i think we featured them on a fresh blood like a year or so ago and uh but they just that album is held up, and oh, yeah. I get like early '80s Judas Priest vibes from that. Yeah, in spots, definitely in spots. But there's other stuff too, and they are definitely their own thing as well. So I love it, and the fact that man, they're so revered around here, especially that it's like there's a reason why these are these guys are so well loved. And like I said, everybody loved them at Rock and Pod. Super cool dudes. Yep. You want to support something good and new. Lost Circus is traveling around, so, you know, look them up on your socials. Give them a like. Give them a follow, so that way when they're coming to your town, you can be aware. 
and we are kind of in a golden age of Nashville rock these days. I mean, yeah. there, there's so many good bands coming out of Nashville. Yeah. And I'm going to stay on that tip with my first one, Dixie Dragster. They're a, a rock band from Nashville, influenced by T-Rex, New York Dolls, and the Rolling Stones. And uh, they're a little familiar to us because, uh, do you remember the band The Tip? Oh, yeah. They were awesome. So The Tip had a drummer named Dixie Carl. A guy literally looks like a reincarnation of 1981 Tommy Lee. Looks just like the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but Dixie has now started his own band called Dixie Dragster, and he's the front man. What a great name for a band, too! Yeah, and uh, I love this. And this totally has a, a nod, it, it almost sounds like the New York Dolls and LA Guns had a baby. This is a song called Payroll. shit they don't call it music city for nothing 
Yeah, it's uh, I I really love this. They've only released two singles so far. One the other one's called Time Flies. You can find it on Spotify and all the places on YouTube and everything and it's a little kicksish a little bit I think. Maybe that's reflected in his vocals a little bit. There's a little bit of Steve Whiteman in that that I hear. So it sort of gives me the same feelings that I like when I listen to Kicks. That's interesting. I'll have to go back and listen to with that in mind. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there to love about Dixie Dragster. What a great name, man. I love that. Yeah, it's cool. All right. So keeping this train rolling, here's one we talked about just a couple of weeks ago on the GeekWire during the Camaro segment when I was talking about new albums coming out because this one is pretty damn new. Off the album Crate Digging, one of my favorite bands. It's Jet Boy. Jet Boy is awesome. They've been around for a long time. It seems like everything they put out I like. And when they announced that they were doing a covers album, I was like, okay, well, I wonder what kind of covers they're going to do. But they do some really outside-the-box stuff. And we talked about this one on the Geek Wire. And so I thought, you know, we talked about it, and we said how awesome it was. So why not play it for everybody to get them excited about this brand-new album? The album's called Crate Diggin'. This is Jet Boy, and it's a cover of the old classic, Lido Shuffle. Lido is the book that Jack, that was all you missed, and he ain't coming back. Had a two-stone bar in a two-joint car, you made a stop. Just long enough to grab a handle off the top. Mixed up shots at a needle, put the money down, let it roll. He said, one more. Yeah. 
Hell yeah, man. I love that. That might be the best cover ever made. Isn't that great? <laughs> well, it's like worlds colliding for me because in the last year I've become literally addicted to yacht rock. Yeah. I love like 70s soft rock. And this song is one of the the ultimate yacht rock songs. And you can't you can't not feel good listening to that chorus. No, it's awesome. It's like sunshine on a disc. Yeah. But like it, and they heavied it up though. Like they actually they made a real rock version of it. I love it. That's my favorite thing about it. When you could take like a classic, like you said, kind of a yacht rock song and beef it up with some guitars and some heavier drums and Mickey Finn sounds great on it. I mean, it's pretty damn cool. And I've got this one on order. It's coming to the house. I can't wait to get it and really soak in all the rest of the weird outside the box covers that they do on this. I, there ain't nothing worse than when you get like one of your bands that you like and they're like, we're going to do a covers album. All right, that's cool. What, what songs are you going to do? We're going to do Wild Thing and we're going to do Street Fighting Man and we're going to do Louie Louie. And it's like, wait a minute. Those songs have been covered a million times. You know, that's lazy. These guys put a little thought into what they were doing. So a tribute album like that, I can dig it. Yeah, I'll take them doing a Yacht Rock cover over you know, Iron Man for the millionth time. Right, yeah. Who needs to hear bands covering that? All right, so it's up for me for the next one. Um, This is another band that's relatively limited online. They're called Invasion, and they're from Trondheim, Norway. Uh, I think they're called Invaded. Oh, no, actually. Because it said what what you wrote says Invaded, and when I looked it up, it brought up Invaded. But when I looked it up, it also brought up Vinnie Vincent. <laughs> well, there's also a band called Invasion from Norway. Okay. And, like, this is me having too many beers, but um, there's an there's an Invasion and there's an Invaded. And then there's Vinnie Vincent Invasion Euphoria. Yeah. And the song I'm going to pick is a song called a Euphoria. So it's like, I wonder who was influenced, you know. But uh, they don't really have much online about them. They are called Invaded. Invasion's also a good band, but this song is by a band called Invaded. Um, uh, their country of origin is really all that there is, and that they're influenced by White Snake Europe and Motley Crue and more. Probably Vinnie Vincent Invasion. <laughs> I listened to it. I don't think so. <laughs> nah. It's a good song, though. They've released two singles so far. One's called Adrenaline, and this awesome tune is called Euphoria.
That's that's what I'm talking about. Like when we do this and I hear a song like that and I think, isn't this exactly what the radio station that plays Bush over and over again? Isn't this what they're looking for in new music? I mean, it's cool and I like it, but I think young people would listen to it or hear it on the radio and go, that's pretty damn cool. You know, and that would fit in with a lot of the stuff that's on the radio and it'll be a little better than a lot of stuff that they're playing on the radio. Yeah, there's some ripping guitars on that song, and uh, I'm hoping they'll put a full-length album out because I want to hear it. Yeah, a lot of my picks today are singles, and that seems to be the trend now is a lot of bands are going to just release singles from now on. Yeah, I don't like that. I like a full album. Yeah. But I guess you do like Jet Boy did, you know, and release a single and a single and a single and a single, and then go, all right, those singles are off of this album, and here's, you know, six more songs to go with them. All right, speaking of singles... This band's got a new video out. Me and Metal Mike were just talking about this. One of my favorite bands of all time. If you didn't know, in April, they're going to be with the Scorpions in Vegas doing a residency talking about Ugly Kid Joe. What's weird about this is that Ugly Kid Joe has got a brand new video out, but it's for a song that came out on their last album. Not the last one, the one before that. 
uglier than they used to be back in 2015. And so I'm talking to Mike, and it's like, this is weird. Why would they make a video for a song from their album from 2015? And I said, well, that's because the album from 2015 is way better than the one that came out last. (laughs) I'm not afraid to say it. I think it is. I think uglier than they used to be. Pound for Pound might be Ugly Kid Joe's best album. Wow. Yeah. So check out the new video. Here's the song to go along with it. I love this one, too. I love this whole album. It's so good. But this one really is a kick-ass rocker. If they're making new videos for old songs, then this ain't a bad one to go with. So here you go. Me being lazy. But I don't care. I just want to hear some Ugly Kid Joe. So here's a tune called Bad Seed.
Love that song. Yeah, it's a rocker, man. That whole album's so good. Oh, that's it's tough, man. When you you come out with an album that's so good, and then you a couple years later you come out with another album, and like with me being such a huge fan of this band, like I run out and I get that album immediately. I make sure it's on order and I get it, and. And then you put it on and go, well, this is all right, but man, it just can't touch that last album. And that's the hard thing about coming out with a really great album is then, okay, well, do we do another one just like that? Everybody seemed to like it. We do something a little different and keep, you know, doing our own thing. And then sometimes you release something and go, yeah, it's just not as good as that last one. So I'm told Ugly Kid Joe's working on more new music, which is amazing. I love that. And hopefully it's more like uglier than they used to be than it is like Rad Wings of Destiny. Just a stronger album all the way through, I think. I think if you slowed down Bad Seed just a little bit, you'd have a Black Sabbath song. You could do that with a lot of Ugly Kid Joe songs, I think. Yeah. I mean, more of their modern stuff is, has the Bon Scott ACDC vibe to it, but that that this song, Bad Seed, sounds like a... Zep, like a uh, Black Sabbath song. Yeah, Ugly Kid Joe to me is always Sabbath, Motorhead, Priest, early ACDC. You know, you, yeah. you combine those things, but then they still do like the funky stuff. So you might get a little uh, middle-aged, the the middle era of White Snake in there too, with Glenn Hughes kind of funky and things up for him a little bit. So Ugly Kid Joe's all over the place, but I think that's the core of it. And when they stick to that core of Sabbath, Priest, ACDC, Motorhead, bands like that, you can't go wrong, man. Like, wear those influences out of your sleeve, because that's what we love, and that's what I love about Ugly Kid Joe. For sure. So we featured several German bands over the past few years, because it seems like there's been a lot of great bands popping up out of Germany. It was Sweden for a while, but Germany is starting to catch up. Uh, Ravenstein is no exception. They're a five-piece band, and they released their self-titled debut this year on Rock of Angels Records. They already have a new album lined up for next year, and it's a appropriately titled 2024. And uh, I thought of picking the first single from that album. It's called Black is the Brightest Color, and it's a great song. But I thought I'd feature something from this year's debut because the, the, uh, the full album is great. This is Ravenstein from an album called Ravenstein, and the song is called Ravenstein. Great. 
Nice. Oh, man, that's cool. I kind of got like early accept vibes from that. Yeah, a little bit. I suppose they're German and they're heavy and they're rocking. So, yeah, I mean, I, when you first told me about it, I looked it up and I saw the album cover. And it's like a very Sabbath looking album cover. Yeah, it looks like Headless Cross. Yeah, and the logo, they got an amazing logo. It looks cool as hell. It's like you look at that and go, I'm going to like this band. Just based on the album cover and the logo, I know I'm going to like this. And then, man, it's got great guitar tone. The vocals are awesome. I really love that. I love that a lot. I really want to get that album, and and I'm looking forward to the new one. And I just found out about this band like an hour ago. And now (laughs) I'm I'm a fan. I love it. Yeah, like uh, really unique vocals with that band. I always look for vocalists that that stand out, and that guy is definitely one of them. Oh, yeah, man. He sounds great. All right. So I got something for you here. Pretty interesting. So when I was a young guy and I got my first job on radio, I'll never forget like the first day I went in there like with my application and my tape. And I'm sitting in there. And at this point, you know, I I don't think I'm going to get the job because I never went to school for it or anything. I think my tape sounds okay, but I don't really truly believe I'm going to get the job. But I'm sitting there in the lobby and I'm watching a guy named Nick Summers. And Nick Summers was the most popular rock DJ. Shit, maybe any genre of music on any radio station up there. He was the man. He did afternoons on Pure Rock Z104. And spoiler alert, I did end up getting the job, and I got to spend a lot of time with Nick Summers. But I remember that day going, man, soak this in. Look at that guy. You listen to him on the radio all the time. That guy is the coolest. And you're probably never going to get to see like this view of how this is done ever again. And I really, it, it meant a lot to me. Like, And I got the job, but that moment of going, soak this in, man. This is something special is a feeling I'll never forget because he was a guy we all looked up to. You know, he was a rock and roller. He was the coolest radio DJ. He came up with Rock Like a Pig Thursday, which was an all-day, all-request hard rock show. And he would play almost anything anybody requested. Like, he would play stuff that you'd never hear on the radio, you know, because people would request it. And it was so much fun. And, like, Later on in my career, I got to like fill in on Rock Like a Pig a couple of times. Man, one of the greatest experiences of my life was getting to interact on his show that he created and get to play pretty much whatever anybody wanted to hear. I mean, we're talking about radio sucks now, but back then, in that time and place, radio was awesome. And he did the Pigathon, where he would be on the air for 24 hours straight this guy and he would take he would to have a cause every year and so then people would stay up and it would be like rock like a pig requests for 24 hours this guy would do it and i could never understand how i would watch him drag his ass out of there when it was over but he would always raise so much money for great causes and it was easy to look up to this guy you know and but even before that he was in a band called dizzy lane And they were super popular up there. So we're talking like early 90s, mid 90s is when these guys are pretty big. And I know I've heard the story like they came pretty close to getting signed. But, you know, crazy circumstances happened to them. But, man, this was a band that people raved about up in central Wisconsin. And when they played around there, people packed the place out to see them. They had a song back then that was just universally loved. 
So their initial album, I got to believe it was a self-release, came out in 1995. They sold a lot of copies of this up in central Wisconsin. And Nick is a great guitar player. This was a pretty good band. I listened to this because recently it was released on DDS Music. And I had no idea. This actually came out back in 2018. But I think somebody sent me a link to DDR. And then they were having a sale. So I was just kind of scrolling down and looking at the stuff they had. And then Dizzy Lane came up. And I said, no, that can't be the same Dizzy Lane I'm thinking of. And then I look at it and I go, holy shit, it is. So not only is it the original Cheap Thrills album, but it's also got a couple of newer songs on it that Nick had worked up for this that are pretty damn good too, especially the song Battle of Los Angeles. If you're an old friend of mine living up in central Wisconsin, you know what I'm talking about. Check out this album because not only are you going to get the classic Cheap Thrills album, but you're also going to get those new songs. But this was the song that everybody went crazy for. Like if, if you were to say that Dizzy Lane had a big hit song as far as being the top band in this small market, this song was it. Like years after this, when Nick's working on radio, I would still get people calling in the radio station to request this song. And I hadn't heard it in forever. And I forgot just how good this album was. So when I ordered it and I got it, I couldn't wait to listen to it. And I'm listening through, I'm going, man, this this stuff is good. You know, I forgot how good these guys were. And then this song came up. And I was like, oh, shit, that's the song. And listening back to it now, I got to think if the timing was different. Like if this would have came out a couple of years earlier, or if they'd have had some major label backing, this would have been a song that would have had a video and would have been on MTV and would have been a massive hit. Trust me, you're going to find out right now. So, for you, this is a blast from the past, 1995. This is Dizzy Lane from central Wisconsin. And this song's called Outlaw Kid.
tell me you can't picture the video for the song in your head. Oh, yeah. And if, if it had been released a couple of years earlier, it probably would have been a huge hit. Massive hit. If it would have had the support to get it out there for people to hear it, I mean, that's that's classic late 80s right there. That would have been huge. Yeah, it's very... It's, Really well produced too. Yeah, you know, for an independent thing. Yeah, and DDS did a good job with it, with the extra songs on there and everything. I recently reached out to Nick because I had to tell him, man, look what I got. You know, I've been listening to this. I forgot how good it was, and it was cool to have a good conversation with him. And it's funny to think back on those times because, I mean, I was young. You know, when I worked on radio, and you know. Being a young dude, I didn't always have the best attitude. And I can look back on that now and see it. Like, I wasn't always the easiest guy to try to teach anything to. And Nick still took the time to kind of show me what to do, what not to do, how to do things, how not to do things. And especially being on air, you know, and not sounding like an idiot. And really having fun, you know. And and to me, that's what it was always all about was having fun because... I love the music. I love rock music, and I wanted to talk about rock music. So being a radio DJ back when you had a little freedom to do these things where they didn't just give you a 10-second clip to go, yeah, you know, I talked to my therapist today, and things are going good. Hey, here's the new song by Nickelback, you know, or whatever, you know. So, <laughs> like, back then, you could actually talk a little bit. You know, that was this. Hey, did you know this about that band, you know, and, and spend the time kind of talking about music, trying to educate people on the stuff that was important to me. And so to have that opportunity was amazing. And to be a part of that at that time really gives me the perspective to look at radio now and honestly say from a standpoint from somebody who was there and did it, nowadays, man, radio sucks. But back then it was Nick Summers is like the greatest DJ name ever. Yeah, totally. I think that's his real name. (laughs) I mean, that's like... that's. Your job is kind of picked for you. You're either going to be a DJ or you're going to be the host of Double Dare. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was his brother, Mark. Oh, yeah, Mark. Mark Summers. Could be. <laughs> Man, great times back then. Learned a lot from Nick Summers. Check that out. If you're a fan of old school, just classic hard rock, you're going to find something cool on that Dizzy Lane. Like I said, it's on DDS Music. It's 18 tracks of good stuff. Wow. Do yourself a favor. Check that out. So I got a couple more. Um, I don't believe I've played any Scottish hard rock on the show. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I have. Mm, um, no, I definitely can't think of any Thin Lizzy's from Ireland. Yeah, I don't know any Scottish rock bands. Yeah, let's change that now. Um, a band called Gun was formed in Glasgow, and they were active from 87 to 97. Then they broke up. And then they reformed in 2008, and they've been going strong ever since. They've got a new album coming out next April called Ombres, and uh, here's the great first single. It's called All Fired Up.
Wow. A freaking plus. I love that. Pretty great, right? Really great. Like, so they got albums from back in the day, and now they're back, and they got albums too? Yeah, they actually, over in Europe, they had like several big hit songs. So they... uh they have like a real pedigree to them. And I didn't really know. I knew I'd heard the band name before, but I hadn't really delved into them. But uh, yeah, I found this recently and didn't realize they had such a history. But yeah, that album's coming out next April called Ombres. And uh, I'll be picking that one up. Boy, that's funny to think like sometimes you just discover something and you go, this is amazing. I want more of this. Well, congratulations. There is more. You know, that's rare to get that. Like, I think of that, like, with Kiss being a little kid and then growing up and getting a little older and then discovering Kiss albums that have been out for years. Like, how important that was and how great that felt. Like, how great that felt. And that I like this, man. I like that a lot. I'm going to definitely be checking out more Gun. Yeah, there, there's some, so much great music out there. I mean, even new new stuff. And, uh, you know, everybody's like, rock is dead. But the rock didn't die. You just stopped looking for it. Exactly. Yep. I was talking to my good friend today and he's like, Oh, I don't, I don't listen to what the fresh blood. No, I don't listen to that. I go, what? He goes, I just, you know, I don't have, I don't have it in me to try to get into something new. I was like, man, you're missing out on a lot. There's a lot of great newer bands out there that you might fall in love with and go, I want everything by this band. You know, if you just take the time, you know, and especially when you got guys like us just serving up to you, you know, here's something new that you never heard before. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. I want more of that. And, you know, if it works for the listeners the way it works for me, then it's working. I love that, man. That's really, really good. Yeah, it's not painful to get turned on to something new. At least I don't think so. No. Unless there's a bunch of masochists listening to our show. <laughs> God, it's so good. It hurts. I love it. All right. So as we established today, Chris has done his homework. He's turning us on to all kinds of new stuff that we've never heard before. I, on the other hand, am playing Jet Boy and Ugly Kid Joe and Dizzy Lane from 1995. It's balance. But I don't care. Yeah, good balance today in that. Um... So, like I said, you know, finished my picks 30 minutes ago, just feeling lazy, don't feel like doing a whole lot of work. But what I do feel like is listening to some Stevie Rochelle. Ha <laughs> ha, yes, because it's Radio Sucks Radio Show, and when we do this, I pretend that I'm the program manager for a radio station. And if I was a program manager for a radio station, I would play this song 100%. This would be on my list of things that you will hear on Camaro 101. So this is one Stevie Rochelle told us about this. These guys from South America, they had this kick-ass rock band, but they needed a singer. Somebody had the bright idea and said, I wonder what it would take to get Stevie Rochelle from Tough to come sing on our album. Man, you got to love ideas like that because if you follow through on your ideas, sometimes you can make them a reality. This band, I was always kind of confused by this. The, the album's called Tales from the Porn. But the band might be called HMMV. I don't know. Hmm. Look it up. Tales from the Porn. Just put Stevie Rochelle in the search engine with it, and it's going to bring this up. Pretty cool album. I like it a lot. But one of my favorite things off this album is a kick-ass cover. And this one is one I know you're going to love. So hang on tight, because we're going along with Stevie Rochelle, and we're going right into the Danger Zone.
You know, I changed all my uh, computer passwords to Kenny. No, I did not know that. That way I can have Kenny logins. Ah, that's terrible. <laughs> I got one more. Kenny Loggins re- released a Christmas album called December, and I was very disappointed that it wasn't called Highway to the Manger Zone. Oh, my goodness. You're welcome. I quit. I quit the show <laughs> just now. <laughs> you said, so thank you for picking that song yeah, so I could make those jokes. Man, you've said a lot of crazy bullshit to me over the years of doing this show, but that takes the cake right there. Kenny Loggins was, was the uh, straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> Kenny Laguns. Yeah, Kenny Laguns. <laughs> that was brilliant. Man, what a great cover. I mean... Somebody should have done a hard rocking cover of that a long time ago. I'm glad somebody finally did. Stevie Rochelle, friend of the show, awesome guest at Rockin' Pod. The video's out there of us interviewing him. I think there's a video in there. Yeah, it's on yeah, YouTube. Nice. I love that. Dreams come true, people. You just got to say, 
what would it take to get Stevie Rochelle to sing for our band? And I say, <laughs> what, I wonder what it would take to get Stevie Rochelle to autograph my cheese head. True. Well, Tales from the Porn said, we want to do a Kenny Loggins cover. And Stevie said, God damn it, I'm in. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I'm sold. Let's do this. Freaking oh, awesome. Man. <laughs> so I've got the last one in the play out song. Do you have anything you want to say before I do my spiel? Uh, no, I'm lazy. I don't care today. I'm just taking it easy. I already thanked Pantheon. I already thanked everybody that supports this show. Um, we did not thank, well, we did thank, we thanked the Decibel Geek VIPs on Patreon by recording an almost hour-long episode for them that covers all kinds of stuff, sports, rock music, our personal lives, and all kinds of stuff. So that'll be coming out real soon, too. If you want to become a Decibel Geek VIP and get yourselves a little extra, sometimes you get a whole lot, and that's what you're getting over there at Patreon. Sign up. For Decibel Geek Podcast, become a VIP today. Get yourself a Decibel Geek t-shirt. I know it's a little too late for Christmas shopping, so I got to imagine you already bought all your friends and family Decibel Geek t-shirts, but now it's time to get yourself one. Clicktees.com is where they're at. Get yourself one. Get one for everybody you love. And uh, hmm, what else? What else? Uh, already talked about Dawn of the Rising. Got a new album coming out in 2024. I'm excited for that. Played all kinds of good music for the people today. Um, yeah, I think that's it, man. I'm ready to rock out with your last song. All right. So it's always a good sign when a former Fresh Blood band returns to the show and they appear on a Radio Sucks episode. That means you've graduated. That yes. Means I'm not just turning people on to your music. I'm like going, hey, this band's for real. We're going to play more of them. Kingmaker. And, and Florence Black is a Welsh three-piece band that impressed me in the past. They had their 2021 album called Weight of the World, and I played a song off that. Yeah. And um, their upcoming album, Bed of Nails, is set for 2024 release. And I'm excited for that, but they've already given us a single for the new record, and I wanted to play it here. This might be the best chorus of a hard rock song that I've heard in years. I really, really think you're going to enjoy this. This is Florence Black. The song's called Warning Sign. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Looking for the warning signs. Candles bleeding lights. Bringing hope into my world.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 